I don't know. I try not to do it very much on my good horses, mm-hmm. the two that I ride everywhere. I mean, it's just more of a thing like I only do it because I have to do it kind of thing, and mm-hmm. it's just whatever it takes them, whatever it takes for them to help me in mm-hmm. the practice tent. So, I mean, maybe reach at one and don't turn off or something, keep them going, you know. If you ever get the opportunity, miss one at a rodeo, mm-hmm. running back towards the steer or something like that. And it's always always something to think about in the back of my mind, just how to keep my horses free. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've done a pretty good job at that. They've never got too tight on me or anything. And This is Chelsea Schaefer, and this is season four of The Score. You all have listened to this podcast three quarters of a million times, and we are here in season four to bring you even more of what you love. Hey guys, it's Caitlin Gustav here, and we just wrapped up day one at the 32nd annual Cinch USTRC National Finals of Team Roping here in Fort Worth, Texas, and man was it a big day. We started off the day with the Gold Buckle Beer Open, and Dustin Egeskiza and Levi Lord won that with a time of 34 and 24 seconds on five head, and that paid out $50,620 for the team. We have them on this episode of The Score, so stick with me through a little bit of event coverage and you'll get to hear a special interview with those guys. Man, it was so fun watching them rope and watching them win that from high callback. Um, Then we had the 16 and a half shootout and it was a split roping. We'll have to go back in records, but we believe it's the first split in USTRC history. We had Kreese and Tyson Thompson and Bobby Joe Hill and Joseph Harrison. They split that. The Thompsons came from ninth callback, and Hill and Harrison were second callback in that short round, and they were each 26 and 80 seconds on forehead, and that paid $25,100 per team. And, shocking enough, Bobby Joe Hill came back to win the 15-and-a-half shootout with Colton Britton, and they came from third callback with a time of 28 and 74 seconds on forehead, and that paid $33,000. Big day for Bobby Joe Hill. It was great watching all those guys rope, but you guys, this special episode is going to feature Dustin Agassiza and Levi Lord. They're both Resistol endorsees. And every episode this week during the USTRC National Finals, we've got special segments with select Resistol endorsees. So enjoy this episode with Dustin and Levi and stick with us for the rest of the week with updates from the USTRC National Finals and special interviews with some awesome people. Hey guys, we just finished the Gold Buckle Beer Open at the Cinch USTRC National Finals in Fort Worth, Texas. This is the second year in a row that we have had this roping here, and hopefully it's here to stay. Um, We have Dustin Egeskiza and Levi Lord, who were 34 and 24 on five head, and that paid $50,620. You guys, how's that money going to help you right now? Oh, it's awesome to win that much this time of year. I mean, there has been quite a bit of stuff to go to, it feels like, but to win 25000 at any time of the year is awesome. And mm-hmm. Especially feels like this time you're not going to a bunch of big radios and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's awesome to have this money. 
How about you, Levi? Yeah, same. You know, headed into summertime, it takes a lot of money to rodeo and jackpot, and and uh, to come here and have this win. Like I've been in California for a couple of weeks and mm -hmm. haven't had much luck, so that kind of makes up for stuff like that. But yeah, anytime you can win that amount of money roping it's it's awesome mm -hmm. and i know you guys are up as second partners dustin usually rope with tg and levi you were up with nelson wyatt mm -hmm. um teaming up how is your guys's run together do you feel like obviously you won big today um how is your guys's run uh i think it's pretty good we, we rope as second partners but there's so many jackpots that we rope a lot together and then mm -hmm. and then we're really good friends we practice together a lot so i think we've we've uh We've stuck with it long enough that our jackpots <laughs> got better, and, and now we seem like we've been doing pretty good and got a pretty good run together. So mm -hmm. it's awesome to get up with him. He's one of the best guys in the world right now and mm -hmm. always does a good job. So makes it easy on me. It's, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. And Dustin, I just talked to Peyton, and Peyton was saying that, you know, he feels like this is your kind of setup. Do you think that this is your setup, this arena, with how small it is and the steers? I don't know. It's just... It, it actually felt pretty hard to me. Mm -hmm. The steers didn't start very honest every time. And mm -hmm. then some of them are a little stronger in this arena, and you don't have a lot of arena to run them down, really, if you miss the barrier. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a challenging setup to me, but um, I'm just glad my horse worked good and Levi healed great. I kind of left it up to him on the last one. I didn't do as good of a job as I wanted to. I got the neck, and mm -hmm. I'm just glad he, he healed the crap out of him. <laughs> Definitely. And... Levi, you had two callbacks. You yep. won the fast time with Nelson. Uh, you guys were five and thirty-four, and then obviously first place. Yep. Um, coming in, how do you? How's your mindset going in with two callbacks right there? Well, I was actually kind of just trying to get over uh, being bummed out because me and Nelson actually should have been about second callback, and I roped a leg on the fourth one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I hate to do that. You know, would have had two chances right there for a lot of money, and then for Nelson to win a lot. Uh, so I was actually just trying to get out of my mind making a mistake and then I know the short round still paid good so we could still like we did get a little bit of money and like he got his fees back so mm -hmm. kind of helped him out a little bit but yeah it's uh I just tried to take it one steer at a time all day I told myself I needed to rope 10 steers by two feet and and then at the end of the day see where it was at and I made one mistake but other than that it went pretty good gotcha gotcha and uh what were you healing on today uh, I was healing on a horse I called Polly. He's uh, seven years old. He's been, I got it from Polly uh, right after the finals, and he's been really good. I've rode him at every jackpot since then far and had pretty good success on him, so I uh, I sure like him. He's been good. Gotcha. And what were you heading on, Dustin? I was on a, a horse I called Mohawk. Mohawk? Uh, yeah, I've had him for uh, probably about a month before the finals, so November, and Ever since then, it's just been a great fit. I don't know mm -hmm. if he's the best horse out there or not, but it feels like he scores. And whenever he needs to, he doesn't ever do me wrong, and he mm -hmm. runs just enough. And he's a pretty solid horse, and it's really – I've done very good on him, and I'm blessed to have him. Gotcha. And uh, you guys, I know obviously the arenas are different. You have the John Justin Arena, and then you have the outdoor arena. You know, separate those arenas for me. How was it roping in the John Justin compared to roping in that outdoor arena? I'll let you take it. <laughs> well, today, really, it seemed a lot different uh, because the steers in the John Justin were uh, a little bit fresher, a little bit stronger, it seemed like, and then we went uh, outside and the steers were slower and maybe a little older. So, it, I mean, a healer, it's not really too big of a deal. I just kind of let the steer move, make sure I get out of the heel barrier and, mm -hmm. 
and go heal them when they turn. So that, that makes it harder on the header. So he did a good job, you know, between the two arenas, doing doing what he needed to do in both arenas. And I just, whenever they turned, I heal them. So for me, it wasn't a lot a big difference, but I'm sure it was quite a bit different for the headers going from one to the other. Mm-hmm. And Dustin, where, was there any big reaches for you today? Not really for me and Levi. No, mm-hmm. we, we drew pretty good the whole time, the whole course. We just drew normal steers, and the horse gave me a good throw at all of them. We, I don't think I ever threw more than a coral at one, maybe. Mm-hmm. TG, we had a couple strong ones, and I had to reach at a few of those. I ended up missing the fourth one to be probably top three or four on four. I missed the fourth one, but that just goes into a great day of team roping, I guess. <laughs> Drawed good and roped good. And, it's a great day. How do you? I just kind of want to break down the reaching a little bit because obviously everyone loves watching you and T Wade. You guys are like the two that everyone talks about reaching, as you know. Um, how do you? How do you work on that and keep your horse good? Like, what are the challenges you face with your reaching? I don't know. I try not to do it very much on my good horses, mm-hmm. the two that I ride everywhere. I mean, it's just more of a thing like. I only do it because I have to do it, kind of thing, and mm-hmm. it's just whatever it takes them, whatever it takes for them to help me in mm-hmm. the practice tent. So I mean, maybe reach at one and don't turn off or something, keep him going. You know, if you ever get the opportunity, miss one at a rodeo, mm-hmm. running back towards the steer or something like that. I mean, it's always, always something to think about in the back of my mind, just how to keep my horses free. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've done a pretty good job at that. They've never got too tight on me or anything, and. Uh, I don't know, I just, something I've always grew up doing. Gotcha. The Gold Buckle Beer, they are a big sponsor of the open roping here at the U.S. Finals. And you guys obviously got some beer today. Yeah. How, how is it right now? Is it good to have a nice cold beer after winning big? Yeah, I told him it, it uh, tastes even better when we get it where we got it from, down there at the, <laughs> at the interview desk after we talked to them. But, yeah, we're, we're grateful for it. These guys and everybody like this in the industry that puts on ropings and rodeos and gives us opportunities to come here and win win money like we already talked about, it helps so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's just been a, a real good day for us. And you guys going now, this is over. Um, are you guys roping any more ropings here at the finals? Uh, yeah, I just, I actually uh, just missed the third one for my nephew uh, to be pretty good. But I got some more in the 16. I got one more in the 16 and mm-hmm. two in the 15, two in the 13. So I'll be here for a couple of days. Gotcha. How about you, Levi? Yeah, I'm roping in the 16 and the 15 today. I, mm-hmm. I headed for Nelson and got a leg and a barrier, and then I got a heel for uh, Brass Jenkins here in a little bit, and then I'm going to head in the 15. So I'll be here today and then <laughs> kind of take it easy tomorrow, one day off finally, and then head up to Guyman. Gotcha. And I was going to say, what are you guys' now – after all this, I know you guys are going to be here a little bit more, but going into the you know the season, things are kicking back up again. COVID's kind of yeah. still around, but not. But things rodeos are happening. Um, what's the plan going into the season? Uh, you know, just get out there, go to every rodeo they have. You know, it sounds like it's going to be better, kind of a more normal year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had too great of a winter, so it's going to have to pick up for us. Me and Nelson, you know, I've. Neither of us have roped very good, we don't feel like, so 
we need to kind of get it turned around and, and get back out there and start doing good at the radios. But yeah, we're just going to hang around the house here, mm-hmm. go to these jackpots and circuit radios, and then middle of June sounds like we're going to get ahead back to Reno and mm-hmm. do the BFI again and the rodeo, and then from there it'll be pretty solid couple months already on. Uh, and how many horses are you going to have in your rig? Uh, I'll just take two heel horses with me. I'll take Polly, and then unless I find something better, I'll probably take Little Bay again. He's, yeah. He's 24 this year, but he's still been doing good, and and uh, I like to have him, so mm-hmm. I'll probably take him. What are you doing to keep that horse going down the road? Anything special? Well, that's like we were talking about that feed cart deal. I really just mm-hmm. kind of let him be a horse. I, I just uh, feed, feed and hay, you know, Perina. Uh, it's a great product. I, mm-hmm. I really like that. And uh, just exercise him. I don't ever practice on him. I just take him right to the radio. And he's sure been good. I, I don't I don't know how much longer he's got, but I'll probably ride him until I feel like he's not doing good anymore. But mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's he's been quite a horse for me. Gotcha. And, Dustin, how about your plans going into the season? I'm going to take two with me as well. Mm-hmm. The Mohawk that I rode today and then Jack the Little Sorrel I rode the NFR. And uh, I... I'm so excited to get to go back to Reno. It feels like we haven't been there in 10 years. I don't know. <laughs> but when I heard that the other day, that was uh, that was pretty exciting mm-hmm. to think that we're going to get to go back to Reno and have a normal BFI and the rodeo and all that. It's just awesome going out there and starting your summer off with that. It's really I really enjoy being out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of want to ask you guys, like, with it, we just finished the BFI, you know, at the Lazy E, and now they're getting it back in Reno. Are you guys excited for it? Is it kind of like, oh, we just had it? What are your thoughts on uh, back-to-back BFIs, I feel like? I'm pretty excited about it. I I had a pretty good chance at the BFI and mm-hmm. uh, wrote my horse's front foot on the fifth one to be pretty dang good and win a lot of money. So I'm, I'm excited to get back out there, try to redeem myself. But it's just another open that we can come to and, and win big chunks of money like this. So it's it's never bad even... They could have 10 of them, and we'd be excited about it uh, mm-hmm. to get out there and rope for that much money. Yeah, I don't, can't have enough BFIs or U.S. finals. They could have one every day, and I would be excited about it and be back every day just <laughs> for the chance to win the money. But it's crazy to think that they are having two BFIs this mm-hmm. year. And I missed the first one this year <coughs> or a couple months ago, so yeah. I'm excited to redeem myself also. That's awesome. Is this – the biggest win at the U.S. Finals for you guys? Yeah, this is uh, the biggest check I've won here. Mm-hmm. I've, I always remember going down there to Oklahoma City as a kid, and I always wanted to win her open and take the victory lap, and, and then they moved it from there, but it's just as good or better here. And uh, I've won a, a decent check heading before, but uh, I've never won her open or anything, so to get this win was, was really awesome. I think I won second in the... 15 shootout with Michael Bratton in 2015 and that was back when it paid 50 and I think we won almost 30 a man for second and uh, that was pretty awesome that was like my first really big win ever yeah. was at the U.S. finals and winning 30,000 to me at the time was was just crazy that's awesome that's awesome that like you can basically kind of start your career out at a U.S. finals and then now here you are Winning the Open, you guys are pro rodeoing, qualifying for the NFR. I think it's just a whirlwind. I think that's awesome to be able to do all that. You guys, this podcast is brought to you by Resistall, and we can't thank them enough. How are they helping you guys down the road? What are they doing for you guys? Well, yeah, Resistall is an awesome company. I've been 
uh, on the team for a couple of years now, and they just always supply us with as many hats as we need, Phelps in the wintertime, and now kind of straw season coming up. So they're slogan best all around. They, they really are. It's uh, great to be on their team. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dustin? Yeah, it's always nice to have a nice-looking hat. And uh, with summertime coming up, they sent me some straws the other day, and it definitely would be a bad day to have a felt on. I'm <laughs> appreciative for Resist All for keeping me keeping me going with the hats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, and thank you to Resist All for bringing you this episode. Thank you again for sticking with us today. Stay tuned. We've got six more days of this, so a lot more coverage coming to you. Brought to you by Resist All. <laughs>